Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. October 14th, 2021. Show number 144. Dave, we got Dodgers, Giants in the fifth. Tied it in 0 0. Uh, Vin Scully tonight, he said it. Uh, I'm fairly certain Vin's not typing on his iPhone. Uh, he probably has someone doing it for him, but he says this is the biggest game in the Giants Dodgers uh, storied rivalry. Uh, you, I don't think there's any way you can dispute that, uh, that claim. Well, isn't this the first time they've met in the postseason? In- ever. 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 So Even that's when they were in New York, Brooklyn, and everything. Yeah. That so that's that makes sense. Like that's that's not wrong, just by the simple fact that this is an elimination game, and that both teams are so really good, and it's an absolute shame that uh, one of them's going home tonight. One of them's going home tonight after uh, curb stomping the league. Yeah, one hundred fifteen wins for the Dodgers, one hundred sixteen for the Giants. And they're going, it's, zero, it's no score in the fifth, and it's uh, it's been a heck of a game so far. Now it's just down to outs. It's uh, pitchers and you know, who's available, and you don't even care who's uh, who's going, just who's up, next man up, next man up, just get some outs and get it, get us the next inning. It's it's, it's great. It's great theater. Yeah, it is. And and uh, this web for San Fran, I, I got the game on. Fifth inning, bottom, uh, top of the fifth, and he's still only 54 pitches. So, like, that's... He still has some gas in the tank. I think all he's given up is two hits to Mookie. Uh, yeah. and, and that's it. He's been phenomenal. Uh, earlier on, uh, just before we get, get on to something else, but uh, Chris Bryant got screwed by the umpire. A 3-1 count with a guy on first. Pitch was lower than low. Made it 3-2. They struck out on, on strike three. Should have been ball four. Jeez, uh, Dave, yeah. You hate seeing uh, umpires make a call like that because it was definitely low. And how th- one pitch in baseball can change a game. Who knows if you get to walk, that, that comes up. Baseball is the only sport that I know that can do that, where an official because pitch by pitch matters so much. Yeah, setting the tone and then just and now, uh, like the next batter, the next was not even uh, Bryant when he comes up, anyone is like, God, oh, geez, like. How do you let those go now when they're low? Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. You, you is that a strike? Is that a strike? Yeah. Is that a strike? Yeah. A strike last fucking inning. 
yeah. And then like just just have that consistent. And then imagine like an all ball players will say, just be consistent from bat to bat and say pitchers and catchers. That's all I want. But if, if you don't know what's going to be a strike and you're guessing, it's it's pretty hard to have a confident approach at the plate. We're not all Vlad Senior connected. Just swinging everything you're hitting. Just swinging at anything. I don't want. Good enough. Put it somewhere <laughs> in my vicinity that it's going somewhere. <laughs> Anyways, you, you got uh, starting tomorrow night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. You got the Astros. You got the Red Sox. Two teams that I don't care much for. Uh, one's a storied rival with the Red Sox with the Yankees. One's a hated rival now from the 2017 uh, cheating cheating tobacco with the Astros. Uh, Dave, I'm going to watch. I'm going to be um, enthralled with it, but I don't know if I'm going to cheer for anybody. But over a seven-game span, if it goes seven, the tides might turn a little bit. Um, I can't see myself hoping for the uh, the Astros because the recency bias for what happened in 17. But I can't bring myself to cheer for the Red Sox because they're the Red Sox. And it's not cheering. You can you can hope that one team loses. Like I'm not going out buying a hat or a shirt or anything, but um, it, it's. I know exactly what you're saying. Every now and then two teams will be meeting in the playoffs or, or there'll be a, a Monday night or, or Sunday night football game where it's two teams. Like uh, if it's the shit, like, yeah, if it's the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Oakland Raiders, I don't know really which team I dislike more. And, and, and as you're watching the game, your, your heart's going to decide it's like, and all of a sudden, gonna you, be, start, you start to roll a little one way for some reason, and there isn't really a reason. Yeah, like in baseball, though, too, it could be like, geez, I like the way that guy um, pitches. I like the way that guy, his his approach at the plate. I, I just like the way that guy plays. And then now you're kind of appreciating that guy a little bit more. And then yeah. now you want to you want to see him succeed, because especially there might be a pitcher on the opposing side that you just can't stand. And it's like, God, I like this guy up, even though it's might be the team you actually kind of want to hate more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, it's, and then you become a fan of the sport. And, and I will say this for both those teams. They're really good. Really, really, really solid teams. The, the Astros, Astros are going to lose good. a couple guys in, in, the, in the future. Correa is probably leaving for free agency. But Altuve, that little prick, is, he's a really good player, no matter what what we think or what we, we think we know of uh, what went on with the cheating scandal and the buzzer and the night, whatever. But, um, and the Red Sox are one year ahead of what, where they thought they would be. And they're both really solid teams. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what, what, what could happen tomorrow night. If it, I think if it goes for my, my fandom won't appear, but if it goes five or six or something like that, then you, I'll start to maybe lean towards the Red Sox, hopefully, um, I don't want the Astros to win. I just, for the way they got away scot-free with the whole debacle from two two years ago, and only one person really paid the price, which is A.J. Hinch, the manager. He still got a job, so they got away scot-free with the World Championship. I don't think that I'm in the the, an exclusive club saying that the world's cheering against the Astros to win anymore. Um, I'm not, I've, I've, 
I, it annoyed me that they cheated. Cheating's wrong, and, and I didn't like that at all. Um, but I, I, before they were the dirty cheating Astros, I always did like the Astros. I like the Astros with uh, with uh, the Killer Bees, Biggio Bag and uh, Bagwell. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I, I like Jeff Kent. I liked uh, who was that? Ken Caminetti. Like, there's a lot of players. Cammy was thick back in the day. He was oh. good. Like he yeah. was, he was a solid player, full of testosterone. Obviously, God, yeah. I think that's what killed him. But um, yeah, they were a solid team. And you go back a long time ago to the Houston Athletic to to uh, Nolan Ryan and everything else. Like the Astros were kind of everybody's semi favorite team for some reason. Or the yeah, it was. What they did, though, I think uh, we talked with that nauseum. I, I, it's, it's just, it's not right. It's yeah, not. And, and I agree. And I'm not, I'm not dismissing. If there that was a new group of gonna... players, okay, here it is. Like with the Red Sox and the Yankees, it's a storied rival, been going on forever. But there's two, no one on those teams played in the playoffs against each other ever. Like now. Yeah. Okay. I, so, there's so no now, history. So now, there's, no... there's no history with the guys we're playing now. The Red mm-hmm. Sox have owned the Yankees since 2004, I think, or whatever it is. And so there's no hatred. There's a recency bias with the hatred that the Yankees and the Astros have, the Astros have with b- baseball fans. I, I I would say that if you did, did a poll, that there's more people cheering for the Red Sox than there are cheering for the Astros, if they had to, if they had to choose. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that's probably right. But then also too, like people like me, where where my my disdain for the the Bow Sox and the Yankees <laughs> are so strong, right? Like I'm not gonna, I can't cheer for the Bow Sox. I just simply cannot. Like it's just. I think I caught myself on Saturday night, Dave. Saturday or Sunday, whatever was when Boston went up on Tampa. I actually was like, right on. I, I and I don't know why. I have no idea why. You know, and going to a playoff game in Fenway would be a special oh, thing to what do. What a it, park! It, it it just looks awesome. It's so loud, and and I could that has to make a a a run one run a game difference for a team. Like holy cow! I think I told the story before, but I'll re- reiterate it again. Went to Fenway a couple, three, four years, whatever it was, doesn't matter. Um, it was a it was a chilly Saturday afternoon. We were sitting in the right field stands and the sun, the sun was beating down the first baseline and they did the sweet Caroline thing. And it was actually as much as I hate that fucking song. It was actually pretty neat when the crowd was singing along with it. It, it was, it was just a great afternoon. Fenway park. It's top notch. It's so fine. People not so much, historic, but yeah. the, 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 the field is great. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and even that kind of thing, I can't, I can, I can get behind the, the environment and how cool that would be to be there, yeah. but doesn't mean I gotta cheer for the socks. Yeah, I didn't take any home home any souvenirs from Fenway Park. I, I always, ain't go, I ain't I always there. buy something from every park I go to. I've been to seventeen. I think I didn't buy a single thing. Not Fenway one of those park. little spoons for your mom to hang or something like nothing. that. Nothing. I a bought. Pro- I bought a, nothing. A program, a paperweight. Nothing. I didn't huh. take home a souvenir cup, man. A deckle. <laughs> like I, I, I gave, I gave, I, I, I gave him money. I was not too proud to, to give to the Boston Red Sox, but I didn't take home a thing. Not a well, nothing. 
Well, D-Man, on the other hand, took home half the thing with whatever. But anyways, should be a good series. Should be a lot of fun. The playoffs are so great. It's been great baseball so far. And this game, I don't know, it could go the way they're going. It could go uh, 94 innings. And it, uh... Okay, the thing is, Dave, how far do you – how far do you go into your bullpen and next man up, next man up, next man up when you go, okay, if we win this fucker, somebody has to pitch on Saturday. Yeah. But you know, you, that's, that's still two days away. And, and you know, you, you're, you got, you're keeping two starters, but then you just, there's no sense saving anybody for the last game of the year. Right. There's just no sense. If you, you why second guess yourself, just so you, leave it all out so, there. So the yeah. team that, that that went five tonight, like the Red Sox or no, the, the Dodgers and, and Giants are going tonight, they gotta think game one's a write-off in the NLCS. Yeah. Well, just like whoever whoever's gonna be starting game one, you gotta hope they get seven. And you know what, bud? You're pitching seven, whether you're winning one nothing or you're losing. <laughs> That's it, you, man. Yeah, we the, the bullpen's dead. We're giving everybody you got these two guys in relief um and and then we'll give you uh jensen if you're up by one in the in the eighth kind of thing otherwise this is on you bud best of luck and if you lose we won't hold it against you and we're not going to hold it against you but but we need we need seven unless you give up four in the, in the third yeah. <laughs> exactly like seven or 120 pitches whatever comes first yeah there you go <laughs> uh dave quick prediction who do you got for the uh alcs who's who do you got red Sox? Astros. I'm gonna. I got the Astros. I got the Astros, and the Astros are going to be playing the winner of whoever wins this game tonight. I I I can't see Atlanta. Not doing, not a chance. No. No. Like sure, they got some big bats, and they they might win one or two, but they ain't. Uh, they ain't these two teams. They ain't these two teams. No. no. Not at all. Anyways, fourteen twenty podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. We got uh, some interesting conversation coming up later on for you. Stay tuned. Uh, we're on Google, Spotify, Apple, Google, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Podbean, Podbean. the original, the original. Fourteen twenty sports podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, I'm not going to even sugarcoat this or try to lie to you a little bit. I'm not the biggest soccer guy. You played in university, and uh, you follow it still. My niece plays it, and she's at, plays it at a high level. She's she's quite good at it. Um, but, uh, my sister sent me the Alfonso Davies goal last night for Canada at BMO Field in Toronto. And, man, oh, man, was that something else. It... Uh, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two takeaways. The goal that Davies scored, skill, high effort, everything else, fantastic. The other side of it, who are they playing? The uh, Panama. Panama. The, the Panamanian player, lack of effort is what resulted in that goal when the ball was at the sideline. 
effort's huge, no matter what. And that goal only resulted because of the Panamanian guy's lack of effort. Yes, Davey's skill level was high, but if the Panamanian guy takes one more step quicker, he kicks that ball into the stands, and, and we're not even talking about it. See, but that's not exactly true. Um, it's because if that, true. Oh, no, but if that ball rolls out of, out of bounds, which it was three inches from being out of bounds, yes. then Panama would have got a, a throw-in. But then the goal, the goal doesn't happen. Is what I'm getting at. Right, right, right. But they, so it's not the effort. It's what you do. It's it's what soccer players do all over the world. He wasn't aware of of, of this the sick wheels that Alfonso Davies owns, and he he obviously was caught unawares. Uh, as soon as Davies touched the ball, he should have committed a foul, and then then it would have been a free kick right there, but. Like so, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chew that uh, Panamanian uh, new ass too quick because that's just 99 times out of a hundred. Uh, second favorite Van Halen song, Panama. Panama. <laughs> I don't know what, but whatever. Not 990 <laughs> times out of a thousand, that ball rolls out of bounds and yeah. you're throwing. Like it's 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 just one of those things. But then and then it and it never ends up in the back of your net that quickly. And it did. And, and the effort and the speed and the skill by Alfonso Davies, like it's, 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 it's just awesome. And it, and it makes me so happy for the Canadian um, men's national team that. Uh, that they're half as good as a women's team. Well, no. And then, and that they actually have an all world talent on their team now. Yeah, he's Canadian. It is. And it, and it, that's kind of cool. Like he's uh, people say like, so the, this is World Cup qualifying. It's called CONCACAF is their group. The, the prognosticators say Davies is the best player in CONCACAF right now. He's 20 so years cool. old. 20 years old. And there's a lot of Mexicans and Americans playing that sport. Yeah. And the thing, thing about Davies, he was born in a refugee camp, moved to, lived in Edmonton, which isn't a, a soccer hotbed by any means. This kid, he started in the uh, MLS at these 20 in Vancouver or 16, 16. sorry. Uh, playing against men who, you know, been who some some of these guys are a little long in the tooth in the soccer world. Uh, man, this kid can play, and he's McKinley, my 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 niece. She loves this guy. She knows his stats, what he does in and out. She's a she's a soccer fiend and everything else. It, it he's it's impressive. It's really impressive what I've read about this kid and what he's done. And I'm, I'm going to take a, a um, more of a look at this because it. it that goal last night, it was it was awesome. Yeah, awesome. and it's it's not just him; it's the it's the team. Like the the goal scorers last night for Canada, they were all in their early twenties. Like Alfonso is the youngest to at twenty, but uh, it's the the future. I'm not saying they're they're going to ever be a world power. Canada will never be a power, but it, it's nice that they well, got the a young side. They are, yeah, right. They are power, but like they're, women's sport is just because. I don't want to be smirk Sarah Conchman because I'm I'm so proud of the of everything they've done in their careers as well. But you know, every Muslim country, they're they're just, they're never gonna field a woman's soccer team, right? Like women's the the Western world gives access to sport to women more than the non-Western world. That's what I'm gonna say about that. Um and where where was my thought? I'm not sure. Oh, that Canada will never be a power. 
in soccer, but it's, it's nice to see them being competitive and, and having a, a real shot at qualifying for the world cup coming up. They have to finish in the top three out of eight teams in CONCACAF, the big two being U S and Mexico. And now they're going to be in a dogfight with Panama, uh, Costa Rica, and someone else. The, uh, the thing I, I saw on Twitter last night that made me laugh after, after the soccer, the men's game was done. They got the uh, Drake kiss of death. As long as they didn't accept the, the invitation, Drake, their hip hop star, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Drake's an idiot, but he's a jock sniffing knob. But um, every team that's accepted Drake's invitation or he cheers for doesn't do very well. And uh, the men's national team, they said he wanted to hang out with them. It'd be in their best interest to just stay away from old Drake. <laughs> well, the Raptors won, right? And he's courtside for them all the time. Jesus. So, what, uh, yeah. Why do, okay. Well, here's why. Publicity. I mean, um, no one listens to this little show and, and, and t- talks about Drake, but why do, why do people feel the need to, this guy's got millions and millions of dollars in the bank. Why do people feel the need to give this guy publicity for for what? Like what? He, like, hey, come with, like, come. I like you. Fuck off. Well, well, because like he can, he can get courtside seats, right? He can roll with the boys. He can, like, he has more money than any of those guys, and they got a lot of money, right? Do it's, athletes really care about Drake? I think they do. I think they do. I think I think they respect his uh, his bling and influence, right? If you were if you were a, a big time athlete, Dave, would you give a fiddler's fuck about some pop singer's fucking what whatever? I don't know if I would care, but also too, it's it's someone that's accomplished something, and you don't want to piss off a, a fan base of. 200 million people because now you got that you got that worrying Mookie Betts is trying to win this game all by himself right uh he's doing the base three for three stolen base <laughs> a little bit I'm watching that as well in the corner of my eye but anyways <laughs> hey I, I'm gonna do my best to follow the uh follow Alfonso Davies uh, that goal last night turned me into a big fan like it's a it's a little snippet of his career for sure but uh from what everything I've been told I should follow it more for my niece's sake. There, they'll score a run. Yeah, Mookie yes. Betts just scored. Oh, see, look at your ten. You're you're ten seconds ahead of me. Four your feed. Yeah, Seager just doubled. Uh, Mookie just scored. Anyways, uh, Dodgers are up. So who knows what's gonna happen? Anyways, uh, uh, so but no, like as to that, sorry, like uh, at, in this Concacaf, it's like I said, eight teams, and you have home and home with every team. So now. In November, uh, can, uh, Edmonton is going to be hosting two games for the Canada national team. In November, oh. Costa Rica and Mexico. They ain't never seen cold like that. Why? Why? Like, because, well, they, well, they, shit? Well, they have to get done because the, the, um, next year is, uh, is the World Cup. So this yeah, has to be. Yeah, but fuck that. But then, like, where else? You got to play it in Canada. Put it in BC Place. No, put it in. I love this. 
like Alfonso Davies grew up in 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 Edmonton. He's not, it's he not like he wasn't playing soccer outside, Davies. but at least he knows what cold feels like. Those boys don't know what cold feels like. Uh, it, I think that's going to be one of the biggest home field advantages ever. That crowd's going to be like a Bonneville Pontiac team in 1992. Tonight's attendance 48. Oh no! I bet Jesus, you they have. Man. They're going to have easy. Tw- I bet you. I'll, I'll put the over under if it's in Commonwealth Stadium. I bet you they have 40,000 people. <laughs> wow. Cold sucks, man. Those boys who live in Edmonton work outside. They ain't going to no soccer game when it's cold outside. Uh, well, I went to the Heritage Classic at McMahon. Yeah, but you, that was, that was a, it's a different event. That's a one-off. Well, same with this. It's a but soccer you need, game. You need ice for, for hockey. You don't need ice for soccer. I, not no. a chance. Not but anyways, chance. they're playing in Edmonton in November. Two games oh, in a five-day span. <laughs> against two very warm we'll have weather. to get on bodog.net and put some shekels on that one so cut, yeah I would just and, love and to have banished Canada on those ones I would love to be the translator as those guys like get off the airplane like, well yeah so it's airplane they're going to be indoors indoors and it's that that first time they feel that cold air on their Edmonton face. cold Edmonton cold oh I would love to be able to speak Spanish because diesel fuel oh, oh. and just that oh that 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 smoke just hanging and yeah. oh yeah diesel fueled pierogies just and, and cold oh and, then, <laughs> and it's like get get out boy you got to get out there you, the first time you feel this cold isn't going to be game time so get your ass out there oh. uh, no uh 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 Edmund Chuck oh. <laughs> Jesus Murphy. I like Edmonton. I've, I've spent a lot of time there. I have relatives there and everything else, but oh, oh, 11 I'm months of good, winter. Man. Yeah. I'm good. It's a great city. Don't get me wrong. It's a great city, but I'm good. 1420 podcast. We love Edmonton here, but uh, boy, it's going to be called for those, uh, called for those Mexicans and Costa Ricans. Yes. Mexicans. Anyways, we'll talk to you in a second. Edmonton. 1420 podcast, four beer with a sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, the NHL season started on, oh, was it Tuesday night with the Seattle Kraken, the worst name in professional sports, uh, losing their, their opener to uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, I think 3-2 or 4-1. I don't care. 4-3. 4-3. Yeah, uh, Vegas uh, was up 3 nothing, and and the Kraken came storming back. What's the uh, – oh. Kraken defeat the Predators, earning their first win of franchise history tonight. There you go. So they beat the National Predators. Um, it's early, and who cares? It's a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, it's an old thing. We start. I started way back a long time ago. Well, not a long time. A year ago, I guess, but 140-some shows later. Um, trade release sign. Basically, what it is, you have, if all three of these guys were on the team at the same time, at the height of their careers, what do you do? Trade, release, or sign? Tonight, we're going to go in honor of hockey season starting. We got the Detroit Red Wings who had, uh, Jesus, they, in my early days back in the 80s, they were really bad. You know, Smite Division teams were quite poor. Um, then they went to the 90s, were really good. Uh, it was Scotty Bowman years. And then back with the Gordie Howe days before I was born. Um, but we'll go trade, release, sign. And here's the three guys I got for you tonight, Dave. 
Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey himself, number nine. Then you got Steve Eiserman, number 19, the captain. Uh, started to – he was captain when he was 21 years old, I believe. The I wouldn't say the leader so much in the or, or the, the cog of the Stanley Cup teams. And then you go uh, all-time great Nicholas Lidstrom. Who do you got? Trade release sign. Lidstrom, Eiserman, Gordy. All in their prime, all on the same team, and you got to make some decisions. You're the GM, Dave. Go ahead. That's that one's almost impossible because these aren't obviously they're all Hall of Famers, but they're I they're no they're yeah, they're no doubt Hall of Famers. They're first ballot, like they're 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 some of the best ever that have played that position. Yeah, and to have I saw I had picked those three, David. This might be a fun one. Yeah, yeah, and then you know it, and it's God, and they were all three were so good for so long. They all had 20-year careers as well. While Gordy had a 50-year career. I think he was um, still playing until they, they died pretty much. He was there forever. Pretty near. Um so uh, you know, I am going to I'm going to trade. Eiserman, because he was scoring all uh, his his most productive uh, years on paper were when the the Red Wings weren't that they weren't winning fuck all they yeah. weren't doing anything it wasn't until Bowman and all the Russians got today they, what, yeah, what, they I think Bowman went up to him and said hey we, we gotta we gotta re. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more rejig your jig here and but he also he just didn't have the physical skills towards the end too he had a couple of knee surgeries and that kind of thing and he wasn't able to but he was the consummate leader and he wanted to win and like his 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 ethic and and leadership in the locker room were were without question and and he did his whole career with detroit um but i'm going to trade him because of his goal scoring prowess at his prime um, and I think he'd get a pretty good haul for Stevie Eisman back in the day. I would. This is tough now, man. If you're, trading, if you're trading Eisman, you're releasing one of these next two. And I, it, 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 I put you in a shitty spot, but I think it's a good question. Fuck, they just tied yeah. it up. Home run. Ah, uh, so you yeah, you got to try not to do that because now oh, sorry. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I know what's gonna happen. Man, that place would be rocking. Oh, oh yeah. What a sport. 
anyways, sorry. Anyways, I don't I, I don't feel good about what I'm gonna say here. But I'm gonna I'm gonna release I'm gonna release Gordy Howe. I'm gonna release Gordy Howe A because I never really saw him in his prime. I do know he won some Stanley Cups, but the one I why I'm signing Lidstrom is to have a top-notch all-star defender for 15 years that can play 30 minutes a game. That is you, you that's irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. You can always find goals. I I agree with you on, on that. And Dave, I, I think I, I would trade Gordy and Iserman with what you're saying, but I would I would sign Lidstrom forever and ever and ever. And then I would sign his kids and hope they're defensemen too. Um <laughs> I, I think that having a defenseman on your team, you, the guys like Pronger, Niedermeyer especially, and those yep. kind of guys that you just uh, the, the order side, uh, uh, Duncan Keith, who was really good tonight actually in, in older age. But those defensemen, man, you, you these they're good, and you and, have, and, and they can change a game and how they can control control the game. And a defenseman, they, they're tough to come by. So many of these kids nowadays are all about, I, don't, I won't say it, but skills, just skill. They're not iconic. Like the, the, There's McDavid and then all the other skilled guys. But defensemen are smart, and they can control the pace of play. And that's why I would keep a guy like Lidstrom forever and ever and ever and make him play two more years after he doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah, like you, you set you the tone. You can't, you can't replace those guys. Yeah, setting setting the tone on and off the ice. So calm, right? Oh. Just so calm. Like he never got his shit in and out. You never see it, saw him angry. Like you right? look at you look at a guy, they, they say Lamarillo is so smart. And they say that um, Brian Burke is so smart. No, what they did is they had Scott Niedermeyer in their team. Yeah. And that's the same thing about Bowman. He had Larry Robinson and he and, and, and he had Lidstrom. Lidstrom is so good. And what wasn't talked about a whole bunch in Western Canada, because, well, we'll talk about everybody else, but Lidstrom was so, so good. I signed that guy forever. He was such a great player. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 100%. It's just when you got a, a, someone that's going to be a game changer for 20 years, it's, it's, you, you can't replace that. You get rid of him and then you're constantly, you're forever looking for the next one. I wonder where he went in the draft. Like we don't check facts or stats or anything else, but I wonder where he went in the draft. It was pretty low, like four, like fourth round, fourth or sixth round, something like same with Datsuk and Zetterberg. They were really low. Yeah. Yeah. They were those guys weren't nine kind of deal. Yeah. So whoever was doing the the saber metrics for hockey back in the day, they knew it for the Detroit Red Wings. They knew what they were doing because they were stealing people and winning cups with them. You know what thing Detroit did well back then? I remember hearing this on Hockey Canada and wherever else I was watching and listening. They sent guys to the minors for a couple of years. Learn how to play the pro game. It's a lot different. We're not ready for it. Yes, Detroit did buy some championships and everything else. I get it. But the, the Maltbees and like the, the, the Maltby played for the Oilers, but they had a lot of guys, they're fringe guys who played in the minors, learned how to play the pro game, and then got brought up. And I think Dan that's clearing Abdelkader. 
I think uh, I think the thing, a yeah. smart thing to do is bring guys up. Kids 17, 18 years old should not be playing the National Hockey League unless you're Connor McDavid. Yeah. And but they got six six skills and and I I don't know if you can contribute and it's all about winning games. Like I I don't well, have the answer. I think a salary cap's a lot doing it too, but whatever. Oh, uh, Detroit did things right for a long, long time and they, they went to Stanley Cups and everything else. Anyways, Dave, so we're trading Iserman. You're trading Iserman? Yeah. I'm trading Gordy. I'm releasing Iserman. You're releasing Gordy, and we both sign Lidstrom forever and ever and ever. Until he can't skate. And hope his kids can play defense too. Anyways, yeah. 1420 podcast, four beers, four talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, last night I went for uh, my weekly chicken wing debacle over at the, uh, I don't even know what the place is called, to be honest with you. And uh, it's right next door on Bayside or something. But uh, if you ever want some alone time, Dave, in Alberta, go to a restaurant. They're empty, man. There's no one in there. (laughs) Even in the hat. Oh, there's nobody in there, man. Especially in the hat. Vaccines are are against the, (laughs) the rules, I guess. But uh, there's no one in there. Anyways, there was uh, myself, two tables of people in their 60s, I think, 65. And then uh, a group of kids in their 30s, I think, rolled in to play some pool, have a couple of drinks, and just try to be normal, I guess. But then they took hold of Jukebox, and it didn't go so good. There was yelly stuff, and there it wasn't good. The table next to me, when I say next to me, quite a ways away, they got their bill and they left. And I left shortly thereafter. Dave, is there jukebox etiquette? And whose responsibility is it to uh, make sure etiquette's being followed? Well, my, my, my first point is this. If there is a pool table and jukebox, I'm assuming it's a lounge or a pub and not a restaurant. So that's... that's. It was a pub. Okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a hotel pub. If there is a jukebox and there's no game on, it's free game. Like, like you can go and... Like, I... I, I, uh, I, I used to be, but not so much anymore. I... I don't mind uh, throwing a couple of dollars and, and listening to what I, I want to listen to. The thing... But do you read the is, room? Oh, no, fuck it. Oh, that's, tw- that's, that's selfishness. Not in my late 20s. I, I get it. But it, like, that's not my problem either there. I'm there to have a good time with a couple of my buddies. And if, if I can control the music, that just makes... That enhances my good time, Right. We are in a pub and there is a jukebox available. There's nothing to say that you couldn't have put a couple bucks in there either, right? No, I, I get that. But you also, if you read the, okay, I'm different than you then. Because if, if I read the room and I see somebody in there, let's say in our it, fucking heyday, in back in our heyday, Dave, if I seen like we were out having a good time, and I seen a woman in her late 40s, early 50s. I'd also play something in the rotation, not all of it. I would play something in my loony or dollar or whatever was going in the jukebox that she would enjoy too to get her up on the dance floor. 
or oh, something. That was one of my things, man, back in the day. I met my wife at the jukebox. Well, there you go. Yeah. Like she was, she was uh, close by and she's a good looking lady. And I said, Hey, I'm picking some songs. Would you like to, to get in and pick a couple with me? Yeah. But, but no country. So like I, I set the, the rules right off the hop. Like I'm not, no, I'm not no pushover, but, uh, but I'd be more than uh, happy to have you stand, stand beside me, smell nice and, and uh, help me smell pick it. Nice. Oh, girls smell nice at the beginning of the bar, right? Girls do smell nice. That's they smell so much nicer. Um, when but, guys smell nice, you got to be really suspect of them. Oh, I can. And smelling like Axe. I don't know. Axe body spray ain't nice. If like, a guy just, smells too nice, be very aware. Be yeah, very, a guy, very aware. A guy has to just smell clean. <laughs> no girls smell. smell, yeah. Just yeah, just just smell clean like fire you, spring. You, that's it. There you go. Yeah, or maybe a little bit of brute, <laughs> the brute travel tip. <laughs> I uh, no, but I I don't think you can. I don't think you can just play what you want when you want. And now there's this new thing apparently with jukeboxes. Not even jukeboxes. You there's an app on your phone and you can play it. Sit right at your table. And you can just play it over the thing. The thing. I, I, that's bullshit. Uh, you know what? That is kind of bullshit because it, it, you should have to walk up there and take ownership of your songs, right? If someone comes up there and then now puts in 20 bucks of death metal, I want to know who put that in. That's right. Right? And then... And then and you walk over to him, give him a firm finger wagging and say, hey, quit that. Really? Okay. Or, or, no, I'll, I'd, I'd walk to the bar. I go, that guy right there that just put that money... Plays this crap. Yeah, is yeah, and now you're I'm I'm going across the street. There there'll be people leaving. Yeah. And and so and then that's why the, I I think more more than the, the the people actually picking the songs. I think a lot of the onus has to fall on the bar. I'm not saying turn the jukebox off. I'm saying turn it down. Because if it is sparsely populated as you suggest it was, what? Maybe maybe 10 people in the bar yeah that was water yeah yeah you don't need to have it on 11 when there's only 10 people in the bar what's your point Matt? like what are you trying to do like and if, if you need that angry music maybe it's you shouldn't be going out man like maybe meditating or so i don't know but like to go to play pool and to me do you need loud music to play pool i'm not a pool guy I used to be but I don't think you need really loud rock and music on a Wednesday night at the Bayside Lounge in Medicine Hat, Alberta, to give her to play pool. I don't get it. Yeah, no, neither do I. Like, I like it, it doesn't have to be. Eleven is for Friday nights, or, or 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 when you're trying to get right fired up. And then also too, when I am at the bar, uh, at the jukebox in a bar. Obviously, I'm picking music I want, but it, my my tastes are pretty crowd pleasing. I believe like there's, there's going to be some sing-alongs. I might throw an ABBA or a Jimmy Buffett in there. Now, yeah. The, yeah. There's, there's going to be some toe tappers in there. And that's sure. the problem that we got Dave. We're getting into our uh, middle to whatever you want to call it. Middle age crisis, I guess, or what? I don't know. But then you got the other side thinking, what the fuck is this shit? These guys are playing. Who are these old guys? Why aren't they in bed yet? Yeah, you think about it now too. We're at that like, age now, because it, it, now in 2020, 
the 80s is further away <sighs> for us now than in the 80s that was only 30 years from the 50s yeah so in the 80s the 50s were closer than the 80s are to us now like and when elvis still, was cool yeah and buddy holly and 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 chuck oh. berry and all that stuff that, I think was only, oh, elvis that music was only Awesome. That was only 30 years old when we were in the 80s. Yep. And now the 80s music is 40 years old. That that's a little uh, bit of a, when I when I read that. Yeah, I it, I did, it is a mind-boggling, right? Like I, hey, I, I, I did 1980s. Like, no, that's a long time ago, dude. I, I can do math and I get it, but like to have that it doesn't comprehend. It does not compute. It does not. Well, because today at work, I don't know how it came up. It's a lot cooler if you did or something about, no. Oh, the guys were talking about getting food delivered out to site and uh, getting pizza or something. And I, I walked up to one of the other guys closer to my age and I said, hey, uh, do you remember Fast Times? I said, these kids won't fucking remember Fast Times. When Spicoli got pizza delivered. At to, his, to Mr. To, Han. Mr. Han, yeah. And the, the, these kids are like, What's fast times, man? I'm like, oh god, I'm old. I mean, it was fine, but it's just funny. I said, go it, watch Fast Times. It's an iconic movie. It's fun. It is. Turn, you know, I got to turn your I brain gotta, off. Watch Fast Times. Yeah, and I I have a couple of guys that that work for me. One's one's only 19. One's 24. Yeah, and saying like, what you've never seen this? Like, they got to get tired of me saying what you you've never seen that. Yeah. I go just watch it. I don't say it every time, but every now and then it's like, no fuck. That's on Netflix. You find it. You watch it. Watch it. You'll enjoy it. You'll be be a better person for it. Or a more enjoyable person for it. Maybe not a better person, but a more enjoyable person. Yeah, jukeboxes, they're they're a funny thing. Uh, I love them. There's this one place. It's an old, it's not a, I wouldn't recommend going there on a regular basis, but it's called the the Assiniboine Hotel in Medicine Hat here. They haven't changed your jukebox here in the hat. Because nobody changes that jukebox here in the hat. It's an old fucking bad bar downtown. With like the 45s, it actually has the No, it's, 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 it's CDs, oh, okay. but it's 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 one of those really old ones. But it's, yeah. it's awesome, though. It's awesome. And so before baseball games, before I was doing uh, games, me and Deanne would go there because she lived right next door and blah, blah, blah. So we could go in there for a drink for a Mavericks game. And the jukebox was just great. Like jukebox is a man. I like I it. Like when you have a few in you and oh, you can hit yeah. a button and a CD you don't have. And I, I miss, that's the one thing that I miss about music that when we grew up, you need to have the CD. Now you can hit a button and the song's right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, and, and, and you're right. I think I do miss it. But you know, I actually was at uh, my mom's the other day on Thanksgiving, and and yeah. she's like, "Here, I got a box. Go through this stuff. Anything you don't want, like throw away." And there was a lot of CDs in there. Of, of some of them were mine, and it's like, "Oh, I can't believe she's throwing all these away." And then I was grabbing them to keep, and then like, I don't even own a fucking CD player. Wait, who's this fucking thing? Like, what? Like, what am I gonna do? Like, how can I reclaim this music? Like, I, I, I don't have the the technology to do that anymore. You might as well gave me a phonograph. Why is it that people will spend money? Hear me out before you get all fucking hips, hips or dupes on me. Well, people will spend money to buy records. 
They want to call them vinyl. Vinyls, they're records. They'll buy record players. And, oh, I have this on vinyl. And they'll brag about it. But they won't buy CDs, which are so much easier. You hit, put it in, hit play, done. In fact, you have a remote, done. But records are the new thing. Sounds better? Fuck off. I don't think it sounds better. I think it sounds more. You know, I got to hear this. Authentic. How's that? Like uh, authentic. Like, you know, when you go to see a show, when you see live music, it's not perfect. It isn't perfect. And then and then the sound coming from vinyl, I don't care. I'll call it vinyl because it's a nice word to say. Vinyl. I just find it funny. I vinyl. like the way it's spelled too. I like I like words that have a Y in them. Vinyl. So anyways, they uh Van Robase. Van Robase. <laughs> yeah. Red Linsky. Red Linsky. <laughs> there <baby>. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when, and then, and then it, it harkens back to a time, honestly, like this sounds a little hokey where when you put it on, like you're there now for 20 minutes. So like you don't get up. Like, I remember being a kid trying to lift That's up a that good needle, point. you know, like, and, and my, my, yeah, folks, you're not doing that. Yeah. Then my pennies on top of it to make it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sit a little better. I remember they had the one, the first one you just started and then it came back. It, like you, you waited till it hit the end but um there the the second turntable they had yeah. which it still actually might be at the house was one of those fancy ones that had the the little orange light on the, the so you could see the the turntable spinning and you could adjust the speed of it minutely i don't know if that's making sense but also they had the lever that raised and lowered the needle so yeah, you can, yeah. yeah, so you can lift the needle and then find it and try and find that groove for like song three and then and then yeah. put it down without fucking up. But that's a pain in the ass. Where where so you would listen, in the ass. So you would listen to the whole record. Yes. And then compared to fuck this song, fuck this song, fuck this song. And, and, exactly. You know, and and then that's where that I I appreciate that. And then also that would be in the artist's frame of mind when they're crafting said album as well. Right. You don't want you don't want to have just the whole backside B sides because then you would you, you wouldn't listen to the to the B side of the yeah. of the entire album. Another thing, point. Another thing, album art. Album art, cover art for albums. Like there is no cover. Like I guess there is, but it's just so friggin' little tiny on your screen, on your car, or your phone yeah. anymore. There's there's no good album art anymore. Like you like uh I like we talked about it the other day um Bruce Springsteen and like the sports one those album covers the Pink Floyd one with that pyramid is iconic a couple of the Rolling Stones yeah. album covers are are iconic like it's the White Album the 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 couple of the Beatles the Beach Boys the Pet Sounds with uh the band there like it's even though that's not a great album cover um but uh Revolver <laughs> great album not a great album cover yeah I get you so like you know that's another bit of a, lo a lost art there like so i like i will i will get i'm not a hipster and i'm not going to start a vinyl collection because where does a guy start right like now like an a a where would i listen to it b i don't have an hour just to sit and listen to an album i'm I, i'm too ocd because there's sports on and you can't watch sports and listen to an album um and then um 
<laughs> Dave, I I wouldn't say I'm oh yeah. I can watch three baseball games, have a podcast on, listen, uh, yeah, and D, it blows Deanne's mind. I can watch three sports at the same time. Yeah, but I can't watch and listen. I can't. I can't listen, and I can. If I have to, I can't listen to a podcast and read because then I'm. Oh, I can't do that. No, because in the podcast, but I can listen in music and do other things and retain. I can listen in music and read because now that's just background. I don't, I'm not trying to hear what they're saying. That's just music. That's just something in the background. If you uh, get back to the jukebox thing, that's the thing that probably was the death of the jukebox was not only the lack of albums but the lack of art because the jukebox you would flip through the juke the, the jukebox and see the album art and go okay there it is mm-hmm. there's that album there's that there's that cd or whatever and so that that's where you got it all like that's yeah, okay you, okay there it is there it is because you you wouldn't know the song but you would say okay there's that record because there's a thousand brian adams song but you wouldn't know what brian adams album it was on it, it, yeah, like that's a, that's a good point. Like, because even when I buy albums on my phone, like you see the album art, but you don't really get to see the album art until it comes up on uh, when I'm playing it in my car on yeah. my the screen in my car. Because then oh, and then big whoop, like it's there's there's that one second of interest and I'm gone. Yeah, but but, but nonetheless, like the, I I think album art and like I don't know if I'm saddened by it or something, but but it's a real thing. And 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 I think album arts were album was art was cool. I remember um, I had an older cousin uh, that was that lived with us. He was 18, 19, and I was about 12. Um, and I would go through his albums because this was at the time. And then as you're listening to said album, you uh, you would be looking at the album art and and the good uh, the good ones, the ones I always liked had the lyrics on the on the inside panel, and then you could yeah. read that and. It, it was it was a lot of information on that whatever eight by eight panel. So you know, I like I, I don't I'm 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 not I'm not gonna join that that craze, but I I do understand it. Uh, I don't. I, well, for for reasons giving, if 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 that's your thing, that's your thing. No, I'm not gonna just like whatever. If you want to do, it, go right? ahead. Yeah, there's people who don't do podcasts, or people who don't do this, don't do that, whatever. Whatever you gotta do, you gotta do, man. There is a story I read a couple of years ago. I laughed out loud. I'll I'll find it and and I'll and I'll post it on my fourteen twenty Dave. Uh, it's a story. This guy, he goes into a dive bar. No matter what dive, but if they have a jukebox, I'm playing a sixty nine, and so he goes into this bar in wherever, and it's a dive bar. A69, boys are back in town. Nice. He's like, right on. And so Thin Lizzy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he plays it. And then uh, he, the as it was, uh, it, it came to an end and, and whatever, and life went on. And he came back the next day with a plan in mind. So he put five bucks in the jukebox in this dive bar. A69, A69. A69. He put it in 10 times in a row. And he goes, just sitting there in the corner watching these guys play pool. And then, like, that first riff, "Eh, eh, eh," and they go, Yeah, right on. Boys are back in town. 
And then like everybody's in a good mood. Then it came on again. And then it came on again. And then, and then it was. Just it came, this up there today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this is boys in back in town, I'm going to smash this fucking thing back. <laughs> I'm gonna post this story. It is so. I funny. love a good dive bar. Yeah, you and oh, me. Oh man, oh man. There's been a couple, some places I've been throughout my travels. There's this one in uh, Hollywood that, oh my, but it was gritty great. I love a dive bar. I will crawl into a dive bar for an afternoon uh, PBR. Don't hurt me, not anywhere. Yeah. Nope. Here's my five bucks. I'll throw it down, and I'm probably gonna fuck off. But if I strike up a conversation, I'll stick. I'll stay for a bit. couple. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I love a good dive bar. There's you know, and then I, like the and, beer's flowing and people are grouchy, and they sometimes just need someone to vent with. It's great. I love and it. it. And in the afternoon, there's maybe six, seven people in there, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's. Oh yeah. It, and it just there's that smell the the stale oh, beer is just love I I do stale love it beer and urine and cheesies and all the whole bits it's crazy. you know and they're all over the Flathead Valley in Montana too, oh well right? like yeah. like that's that's all like I won't say that's all there is but that's all there is the dude drop in what's the one I the by Lake Five what's that one called I forget that one the blue not the blue moon. But there's the blue moon. Yeah. There's the well, even I, I imagine some people might call the bulldog a bit of a dive bar. But no, I love a dive, love bar. A dive bar right too. across the yeah, I love them. Anyways, make sure you go to your local dive bars, give give them a shot. They probably could use your help now and then. If you're fully vaccinated or whatever, you gotta get whatever happens, make sure you support uh, your local business. They need a little bit right now. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. Kind of had some laughs. We got a little bit of in depth of some things we don't usually talk about, like soccer. I thought it was a good show tonight. Yeah, me, me as well. Like, and 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 if uh, look up Alfonso Davies, look up his highlights. Yeah. Uh, go Canada, go! I I never and beat the Mexicans him. in November in Edmonton. Beat them, chili Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Different kind of chili. Oh Jesus! Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself because we need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And Dave, what else, my friend? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. There we go. Thanks, Jimmy. Talk to you soon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.